award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, this is a show, if you are listening on the radio or on the podcast, you need to go check it out on video because we're in a cool place need here. to view it need to view it uh, I've never seen a saw blade this big uh oh there you go there's a hint uh, saw blade Don King helped me co-host yeah thanks Appreciate for you. the invite Jason yeah I'm glad Amy's out of town on on vacation so uh, I could be here to do this one today we travel west normally Amy helps co-host but she's been busy this week and uh, but anyway we're happy to be here with mr. Kurt Holbert and uh, glad to be here a commissioner the owner of this establishment and we're going to learn a little bit about him today yeah yeah uh, about, about his life outside of the outdoors yeah, yeah yeah so it's going to be fun uh he's rolling off the commission so we'll touch on a little bit of that today okay and, and uh but it's been a great time having him uh as chairman and uh and as a commissioner so two years in a row yeah yeah, yeah. so that's Whew. something special <laughs> sure is <laughs> But it's I don't know fun. if I'd recommend it to anyone. <laughs> Might be ready for a break. Huh? Absolutely. Oh man. Well, Kirk, we appreciate you having us here and inviting us in, and and uh, this is pretty cool operation we have here. Now we'll get talking about that soon. But just introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do, and, and that kind of thing. Introduce your family. Introduce my family. Well, I'm Kurt Holbert. Um, born and raised in in little old Decatur County in West Tennessee, um, and have, have stayed there my whole life. Um, the business here is in Henderson County. Okay. Um, but it's just not far from Decatur County. So we're we're all local, everything we do. And uh, um, this is it, what you see. And uh, it's a little bigger operation. But uh, my family, I'm married to Melanie. Um, we're high school sweethearts. All right. Um, started dating when I was 14. Wow. Yep. She was 15. Well, she was 16. She's older than me. <laughs> um, but anyway, she could drive, so she would have to come get me, believe oh, it or not, or my parents would have to take me to their house. So, <laughs> But anyway, got married and uh, had have two great kids, um, Jackson, who is 18, um, is a all freshman right. at University of North Alabama. Um, he went there all because of fishing, mm. and he will tell you that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's They've the got reason. a heck of a team there, from yes, what I understand. That's, that's the reason he went. We'll dive into some of that, too. Yep. Um, my daughter, Lainey, uh-huh. is 13. And uh, she's also big into fishing, but uh, and basketball and uh, and everything else. And that she sings can the national to. anthem like you won't sings, believe. Sings <laughs> the national anthem at, at a few commission meetings, at least one. Yeah. Maybe we can get her uh, to sing at the finale. I so think I, that'd be I, that'd I, be I appropriate. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd be great. So yeah, awesome. So beautiful family. Uh, it's been fun getting to know them, coming to some of the meetings and things, and. Uh, so that's awesome. They've uh, they've enjoyed that opportunity as well. I can assure you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, your wife sings really well too. She, I, she I, does. She sang a few I, tunes. That's right. I forgot you have heard her sing. Um, Lainey definitely has her mother's voice, to say the least. Um, yeah. Melanie actually sung to me at our wedding, and that's probably the the, ah. the best thing ever. So, yeah. um, but anyway, it was really special. So. That's cool. She doesn't sing to me anymore. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, did you grow up in the outdoors? I know becoming a commissioner and being in that in that life, you know, that's uh, that's the outdoors. You know, it's all about the outdoors. Did you grow up hunting and fishing? I did. Uh, my dad started me out at a very early age. Um, I can't remember a time in my life that that I wasn't. I, I started out squirrel hunting. Yeah. Um, that was the first thing, and of course, fishing 
as long as I can remember. Sure. Um, but squirrel hunting was the first, and, and then came dove hunting, and then, of course, deer hunting. Deer hunting was his passion. Um, he did those other things just to be able to do something with me. Yeah. Um, so deer hunting was his passion. and But just can't remember a time that that wasn't a part of my life. Yeah. I think that that happens for a lot of people, especially those that work for the agency or in that field, you know, right. around around the agency or become a commissioner. It's It's been a part of their life for a long time. Yes, it definitely has. So uh, what's your favorite thing to do outdoors? You know, I'm still a big deer hunter. Yeah. Um, I love to hunt other things. I love to turkey hunt. I love to duck hunt on a good day. Um, but killing a big buck is, is just still my passion. Mm-hmm. I, I'd still rather do that. Um, is any other kind of hunting? Have you done that? I have. Okay, I've done that a few What's times. What's your personal best? I don't know if I've heard this story. You know, well, no, my kids have all killed bigger than me, so I don't know if I want to talk about my personal best. So, but uh, in the one fifties is I've killed several in the one fifties, and um, I like to hunt Tennessee. I do hunt out of state some, but it's I like to kill big deer in my home state. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's great. That's much more of an accomplishment, and uh, I love to go on hunts. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, take both my kids on hunts, but by rights, I'd say you could claim the ones your kids got too. Because if it weren't for you, they wouldn't have. That's for sure. Been successful, you know. <laughs> but that's you think for they sure. said that? No, <laughs> no, no. We've got one watching us over here, but she wouldn't be on video. So yeah, I'm sure right. she's over there shaking her head. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to to get kids outdoors and take them with you and introduce them and. Uh, I wanted to talk about that. Might as well just jump into it. I mean, it's it's a big part of, of my life. I like to take my son and my daughter, and they enjoy it, shooting, just shooting and hunting in general. But uh, that's uh, that's what it's all about, getting I, people out there. I totally agree. I, You know, people have asked me, what's my most memorable hunt? And, and you know, what's what's the best hunt you've ever been on? And, and the two best hunts I've been on um, are my son's first deer and my daughter's first deer. Oh, I mean, yeah. they literally are. Um, they're better than any hunt. I could have went on myself and I would even say other young people that I had an opportunity to take before my kids were born, even those first deer or the first Turkey, I've, the first Turkey is just amazing. I mean, for people to get that and, uh, the same way with my kids and was on their when they got their first Turkey as well. And it's just, those are the best hunts. Those are the, the time, the hunts you never forget and, and they'll never forget it either, but the opportunity to take others hunting, whether it be a, a kid or an adult for the first time. Uh-huh. I had an opportunity this year um, to take a uh, – he came to our church. And he was a preacher, and he was visiting, but he was a former Marine, about 80 years old, and he wanted to kill a big deer. And I had an opportunity to, to carry him on our farm in Decatur County after after church on Sunday. He went that Monday morning. Got the biggest deer he's ever killed in oh, his life. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was just as good as a kid. Uh-huh. I, I mean, the excitement on his face – is just was just unreal <laughs> and and introducing people to that is just i don't know there's just not many other feelings like that it's just a great feeling and yeah. the agency is full of people like that oh yeah yeah we're all about trying to get people out there young and old and you know just introduce them to to it first time maybe it's not their first time maybe it's just get them back out there you know That's this right. this pandemic has really done that i think a lot of a lot of people are reintroduced to the outdoors finding it their love for that again you know and getting out there absolutely i know i know so many people that when I was younger in high school that hunted, we would hunt together, and that it just got out of it. Um, you know, life takes you in a different direction. Yep. Kids take you different sure directions. Their kids may not like to hunt. They, you know, it's it's got to where if you play sports, it's hard to do both because it's a full-time thing now. Uh-huh. And, 
it wasn't like when we were kids and your parents let you play little league and that was it you couldn't yeah. play soccer because that took up too much time but anyway <laughs> yeah. right um but all that went away and and folks got to reconnect with the outdoors and many of them introduced their kids uh-huh. to the outdoors and and hopefully we've made hunters and fishermen or outdoorsmen mm-hmm. um for life now yeah. i do think they I, I mean i know many that have went their first time this yeah. year and, and just fell in love with it yeah, as far as, um, and we've mentioned this before on the show too, but license sales this year have just really done well, you know, Absolutely. And with, especially with new folks that have never purchased a license before, which are the, um, I mean, that's, that's really saying something right there. And Absolutely. to Jason and Todd's credit, you know, there's a lot of good instructional stuff that they've been able to put together in in some other folks at the agency too uh the other uh communications and outreach folks that have have done a great job of putting together some new new things that yeah. you know some 101 stuff that that absolutely works well for those trying to get into it absolutely and if folks aren't watching those they're missing something because yeah. i mean i have people all the time that that please do another one of these they don't realize they can go back and watch it uh-huh. um <laughs> but they they love this one-on-one um, that they can watch on, on Facebook Live or, or just whatever it may be on, but yeah, uh, they fell in love with it, and uh-huh. I think I think you're gonna have to keep doing it, Jason. The virtual <laughs> courses and things. Yes, the yeah. virtual courses. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's been some great stuff, whether it be hunting related, cutting up your own venison, or yeah. uh, trapping related. You know, a lot of people are getting into trapping again. Uh-huh. Um, it's really unique. Um, my son has always loved it. I enjoy it. Um, and I think we're seeing a comeback in trapping that that kids and and adults alike are mm-hmm. are seeing that, and they want to they want to be able to learn more about it. So it's a great opportunity for the agency, yeah. to, to pass that along. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, we kind of jumped over it. Let's go back and and let's talk about um, the commission side of things. I mean, you you've been on the commission for five years, is that right? Or pretty much six, six It'll years, be six, six March years. First, uh, so you've pretty much uh, you've run your term and and it's been a great one but just tell us a little bit about being a commissioner what it's like would you encourage other people to do it <laughs> i would <laughs> it's been great um i think the you know when you've, you you become a commissioner you've got all these ideas of what the commission does and and what it's about and um then you sit there and you spin around in a chair for a year in a circle and realize that wasn't what that's nothing what you thought it was <laughs> you learn a lot you learn you? a lot and um the the one of the best pieces of advice i had um, was actually from an agency employee believe it or not but he told me that, you know the best thing i think he was being a little bit of a smart aleck but he's retired now and i won't say his name anyway but he, he said the best thing you can do is just sit there and listen uh-huh. but to be honest with you that was some good advice yeah um I had some good mentors that were ahead of me, some really great commissioners. Um, we were like-minded in many ways. I, I just can't remember many issues that were split on a vote. The majority of the time it was unanimous. Uh-huh. And I was able to sit there and watch the debate and listen to them. And I go back and, and just, I hate to name names, but the Harold Cannons and the David Watsons and the Jeff McMillan, Trey Tig, Jamie Woodson. I mean, there's just a slew of them. Um, I hate to name Bill Cox, but Bill Cox, um, but just a slew of them that were great mentors. And I was able to watch them and learn so much in the first year. And they didn't leave me out. You know, right. they, they included us all and explained things. And, um, but it's a, it's a huge learning curve. The biggest learning curve that I've ever had in my life, um, to learn what truly goes on, but I would definitely recommend it. Um, 
if you're somebody that doesn't own your own business, is retired, <laughs> doesn't have young kids, and has plenty of time. It so takes a lot of your time. It takes right? a lot of time. Um, I'm looking forward to... What was it they told you in the initially? Oh, yeah, uh, like two days yes, a month. Yes, two right? days a month. And uh, my <laughs> wife asked that question. She's like, how much time is this going to take? And uh, Jeff Grigg said, oh, it's just two days a month. That's probably That's pretty much it. You just, you just drive to where the meeting's in. You just meet. And that... that <laughs> It is two days a month, but but there's definitely a lot more. There's a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, and hundreds of emails. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So that's that's what you're there for, though. As you're there to t- take calls from from your constituents and uh, the the folks in your region, or that you're working your district and yeah. and help them out. That's why you're there. It is, and and that's been the it's really the reason I wanted to be a commissioner. I, I felt like that I was. Uh, and it's not like anybody. I'm not saying other commissioners are up on this pedestal. I'm just saying I felt like I was a normal guy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm from the country. I'm, I'm not this well-known guy with all these connections. But I, I felt like I was just a normal guy. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I know what it's like when a kid, when I was a kid, to not have a place to hunt. I, if it wasn't for a, my hunter ed instructor, Mr. Philip Spence, and, and his family, they they allowed us a place to hunt and. You know, I look back at that today and, you know, would I be an outdoorsman if somebody hadn't opened up their farm for us um, and my family to hunt, right. our whole family? Right. Um, still, a, some of the closest friends I have today um, are those folks. Um, but anyway, it, it was just to be able to talk to every hunter out here and to to, to feel like I, I know exactly what they're talking about uh-huh. uh, and to be able like- to to have that conversation with them and i think it helps them to know um that they have somebody up there that hey he's just as country country boy as i am and um if you want to say it that way but anyway it's uh it's just been an honor to serve and i I would recommend it to anybody that has a true passion um and truly wants to help promote Uh the outdoors in tennessee because what a state we have yeah it's unbelievable to go from West Tennessee to East Tennessee and see the differences and the opportunities. Yeah. Um, I do go out of state hunting, but Tennessee has more opportunities than, than any state I know that's it's close by. Yes, you can go to Alaska, and, but, but any state close to us, I mean, such a diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got some of the best duck hunting when there is ducks. Right. In, in Northwest Tennessee, and you go to, go to East Tennessee, if you want to kill a bear, you can kill a, a, a good black bear. Um, some of the best fisheries in the nation yeah. um, are in our state. And, I mean, it's just a great state to live in. We've got a governor now that um, we've, Governor Haslam appointed me, and uh, I appreciate that. And, and Governor Lee, who is uh, is our governor now, is a is a huge outdoorsman. Yeah. Loves the outdoors. Uh-huh. Loves to spend time outdoors. And and what a benefit that is yeah. to, to have a governor that's supportive. And I think I think Jason, you've had him on the show. Yeah, he was great, and, um, great guest. And yeah. just to see some screenshots of him out hunting with a bow this year and mm-hmm. and promoting it, um, he's just a great guy. And it's it's good to have a, a, a governor on board with outdoors and promoting the outdoors and and what outdoors can do for the rural economy in our state is is really unbelievable when you figure the factor in and what what twra can do to help promote that Uh especially some of these smaller communities that that's that's their life you know hunting and fishing and absolutely brings more people to those areas and 
boosts those economies, yeah. Absolutely. The one draw we have in Decatur County is Kentucky Lake. We call it Tennessee River, but anyway, <laughs> it's Kentucky Lake, and that's that's our one drawing card, uh, whether it be fishing or, or recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our one drawing card, and we that's all we have to play our cards on, and that's that's what we're trying to um, promote is, is fishing and, and the outdoor world, uh-huh. whether it be recreation or, or hunting. Well, I I, want, I don't want to run out of time, and there's a few things I want to touch on. Uh, one, uh, on the same one on the commission line, what's one thing that stands out that that you didn't know, or is kind of a surprise? Oh, we oh we we protect that animal, or oh, we have that, or or there's that animal. You know, what was one thing that stood out? I think the one that the one thing that surprises me the most is is nothing to do with hunting and fishing. It's it's how much the agency is involved in non-game species. Mm-hmm. The all those species that we never think about, um, the salamanders that we turn over rocks as a kid and pick up and look at, and uh, we never know how endangered those were. And, uh-huh. um, the bats, you know, mm-hmm. how much how much emphasis is put on bats or crawfish or uh-huh. it's just anything. And that part of the agency really surprised me. It, it's a part that I really didn't know existed. Right. Um, to be honest with you, that that we were responsible for that part. Yep. And that's uh, and it's a huge part of our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's it a very really important is. part. Yeah, um, it really makes all the other stuff go round. <laughs> if you want to say that, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, that that's a surprise to a lot of people. Sometimes they it don't is. think about those yeah. those things. And a lot of the habitat work that gets done for the game animals ends up really benefiting the the songbirds and, and absolutely and other animals it that is. Uh, um, that we don't hunt for, but but really appreciate as Tennesseans. That's right. Absolutely, but there's a lot of people that that come to Tennessee to look at birds. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that they really do. You know, mm-hmm. people drive for, for miles to come to Tennessee and yes. birdwatch. Yeah. They drive for miles to go to Hawassi and see the Sandhill Cranes. Yeah. And if you've never done it, you should do it. It's, exactly. It's really amazing. That's another animal we have. That, yeah. That's, it's awesome. So. Yeah. Well, on the same line of, of wildlife and fish and, and all that stuff, I wanted to touch on how much uh, you've played a big part in the Tennessee Bass Nation and some of that stuff. Talk about some of that that you've been involved in. Your son's fishing and and uh, and winning those tournaments and things. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I actually spent my morning this morning uh, with Tennessee Bass Nation, okay. um, Jake Davis, and they actually, uh, we had, I don't know how many kids, probably 50 at least, um, that and we had two guy, two of our fisheries guys come down um, to help, and they put out. They left here this morning. We we provided the stakes, the fish habitat stakes. Oh, for so them. you saw them? We so did they it. looked. We did like it right this here. Only a lot yes. longer, right? <laughs> yes, we okay. did. Okay, all right. So uh, we provided those, and they left here with about twelve thousand of them. This all right. Morning. And I dare say they put out most of those today. Oh yeah. And uh, it was it was amazing seeing those kids. Who love to fish, uh-huh. but had never had the opportunity to be in that part of it. And it makes you appreciate it so much more to put a little effort into mm-hmm. to giving yeah. those fish some habitat and to, to doing that. And, and Tennessee has the biggest high school fishing. They have more high, kids in high school fishing than any other state in the nation huh. right now. And that's uh, a lot of tributes to, to bass and, and Tennessee Bass Nation, but it's also an, a tribute to our fisheries. Yeah. I, I actually can... Uh, give more credit to them because if the fisheries weren't here we wouldn't have kids that want to fish but it's been a great opportunity for both my kids Um, my son's fishing in college now and my daughter's still fishing she's fishing middle school um, and just loves it that's great that's great yeah 
that's an opportunity. You mentioned college. That's an opportunity for scholarships. It is. I mean, you know, you, you think about the big ball sports or, you know, football, basketball, baseball, those bring in the scholarships, but there's a lot out there for those who like to fish. Absolutely. There's many schools, Shooting. and he chose, he chose a school in Alabama, but there are many schools in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, know it. Uh, there's many schools in Tennessee that offer scholarships for it, and and uh, it's exciting. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, I think it's cool. It's a sport. Uh, it's being outdoors. You know, it's a fun that you can just have fun with. You don't Absolutely. have to compete with it. And even if you if you win or lose, you're still having fun catching Absolutely. fish. It's the fastest growing sport in the nation right now. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. A lifelong activity, too. It's kind of like right. golf. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for not near as frustrating. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. It's I pretty frustrating it, yeah, at I, times. It, yeah, Especially if you're the boat captain. And, I take that back. And, the, and your crew's not catching any fish. <laughs> and you're kind of responsible for trying to put them on to a good place right so, right yeah, yeah. it can get pretty frustrating so well if somebody wanted to get involved in that how would you encourage them to do that you know it's very easy um it, it is so easy you don't even have to have a school sponsor um if your school doesn't if your high school or middle school doesn't want to you know take that responsibility on then you can just join bass yourself uh-huh. and and call yourself the whatever you want to call yourself. I'm trying to think of something you guys could call yourself, oh, but I, hmm. I can't say any of that. So. Okay. Right. <laughs> the two drummer boys or something. I don't know. But if you want to call yourself the two drummer boys fishing team, then you could fish that way. But that's the neat thing about it. It's it's not governed by TWSAA, and anybody can do it. doesn't matter. Male, female, it, it just doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Age, yeah. you know, you got to be of, of age. But all you need is uh, somebody that will carry you fishing, and that's it. That's it's cool. a great opportunity. Yeah. That's, that reminds me of NASP. That's another opportunity that we work with, yeah. the NASP Absolutely. program, for folks to be able to start getting into archery shooting and that yep. kind of yes. thing. And SCTP is a great program to get kids out shooting, and that's an important element in all yeah, of it, absolutely. too. Absolutely. It is. And, and that's growing sport, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, people love it. So. Those uh, those shooters become hunters, and, yeah. and hopefully hunters become anglers, and just, you know, it's great. Absolutely. It's great. Um well, I'm sitting here looking at these, and it's hard not to pick a pair up and play a little tune, but tell me uh, about this part of your sawmill. I think this is so cool. It's it's a neat part, and, and a lot of people don't know. A lot of people drive by here every day and don't know you know our main focus. Sure. Um, but the business was started approximately 52 years ago. Um, it's been here ever since. Um, it started by my wife's family. It was started by her father and his first cousin. Okay. Um, and that's how it was started. They were here for 49 years. Um, sold it to the younger generation, um, my wife and I on, on half, and then his children on half. So it's still the same two families okay. um, that own it, and we're still doing the same thing. But that's our main main focus is to make drumstick oh. blanks, which is just a, a square blank. And then, then, of course, they get turned into the real thing. Yeah. And um, But that's it. We make them all out of hickory. Um, we produce several million of them a year. And uh, but most people don't know those are made in Tennessee. It's a it's a it's a it's a neat little little thing. I don't yeah, know. I think yeah, it's awesome. That and, is neat. And a lot of times when you tell people you make drumsticks, they and I have truck drivers come in here and you say, "What do they do down there at that building?" I say, "Well, those are drumstick blanks or something." They look at you like drumsticks. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm like, you know drumstick. You know turkey. And one of them did say he's like, "He's talking about a chicken." 
I was like, no, we don't saw wood and make chicken out of it. But anyway, I guess we could. We'd be real, we would be millionaires, but no, I can't turn wood into a chicken. But, but it is amazing the looks you get when you tell people you make drumsticks. Really? Yeah. And uh, it takes them a minute. to, And then they're like, oh, you're talking about a real drumstick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's that's really it. So that's uh, that's the, another building down down the hill. But this mill here, what are you what are you making here? So that's actually where the log is sawn. Okay. Um, so the log will come into that saw and and uh, when it gets done, it you know we saw a board at a time, and um, so that that saw does turn fast. Okay, like you yeah. guys said, that's like Don said, that's the biggest saw he's ever seen. Yeah. Um, so it does, and um, you know the Agri- agriculture industry, Farm Bureau has been an important part in in my relationship with TWRA and sure. um, agriculture in general, and I think that's a you know, that's a partnership we share. It's a it's a delicate one mm-hmm. because farmers are very important yeah. to our hunters. It's very important. Um, and it's a tough balance. Um, deer and other animals do a whole lot of damage to crops. And um, we've, we've improved that relationship greatly, and our relationship with Farm Bureau and their members uh-huh. is, is at an all-time high right now. And it's, it's been, a, been fun being able to help that part of the industry. Yeah. Too. yeah. Well, thinking, uh, uh, you made me think of uh, how the commission travels. We have to travel across the state. Uh, what's one of the places that you got to you got to adventure out and, and see that you wouldn't have gotten to see if you hadn't been a commissioner? And you thought, wow, that's cool. I didn't know we really did that or had that or it's you know uh, it's neat to see this now. And I think Greenville, uh huh, Green Greenville, Tennessee. Really? Greenville, Tennessee. I know that sounds odd, uh huh, um, but just one of the neatest little places in the in the state. Um, I love it. You know the old hotel that's there. Yeah. Um, that is a classic got place. To, got to meet there early on, and, and it's close enough to Bristol that you can go up to Bristol and watch the race. We always usually have that meeting in August, so uh-huh. we meet, we meet, met there and, and went up and watched the race uh, at least two times yeah. during my commission. Um, we'd, we'd just stay on our own time and then go up with our families and uh-huh. watch the race. But there's been a lot of neat places we've met. But I would have to say that's probably the – Probably one of my favorites. All right. A lot of great trout fishing there on that area, too. There like, is. You know, you're not out there near Bristol. There's a lot of good trout fishing there. There is. That's cool. We went, uh, this year we went striper fishing when we were over there. So, oh, yeah, I did never you? caught okay. a striper. So, we went over there and striper fish. So, see, I, I, it's uh, those opportunities. That's that's neat to, to do things you hadn't got to do before. It's, it is. Uh, very, very neat. Lone Oaks cool. would be another one. If I don't mention Lone Oaks uh, Farm. Oh, yeah. that yeah. That's an awesome place that that is going to be a crown jewel for our state. Yeah, people it, are going to learn more about that. They the are. And if you haven't been there, I'm telling you, yeah, you need to look it up. And, and UT has done an excellent job with that. And the kids that are in 4-H are going to just have an unbelievable opportunity in this state right um to go down there and and participate in the outdoors whether it be fishing hunting shooting bows or or just Uh whatever so well i know i know we've partnered with a lot of programs out there already and there's gonna be a lot of opportunities absolutely absolutely well kurt it's been fun uh thanks for having us here and thanks for all you've done as a commissioner i appreciate you guys thank very you much. for your thank service you. kurt thanks, really guys. really do appreciate it's it it's been a good ride yeah it's been great getting to know you uh this has been fun conversation uh learn a little bit more about your business and and, and your love for the outdoors it's been fun so uh hey and you ended up with a few sets of drumsticks hey, you know too. we got a little yeah. practice to do on the way home i know yeah. that's right <laughs> can i play on the steering wheel truck now jason's kid may enjoy those <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> hey he'll be taking a few pair out of my hands i'm sure all right well anyway i appreciate you kurt uh, thank you all for tuning in thank you for listening thanks for watching 
And we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.